Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're continuing our study of the book of Ruth. We're still in chapter 2, looking at verses 14 through 16 in the New Living Translation. And in this section, Boaz is still continuing to show great favor to Ruth. But of course, all of this is God's plan. This is um, God's hand. You can just see his hand in in the situation from the time they left Moab until now and until the end of the book. But we're not going to rush it. So let's just listen to God's word. At mealtime, Boaz called to her, come over here and help yourself to some food. You can dip your bread in the sour wine. So she sat with his harvesters and Boaz gave her some roasted grain to eat. She ate all she wanted and still had some left over. When Ruth went back to work again, Boaz ordered his young men, let her gather grain right among the sheaves without stopping her and pull out some heads of barley from the bundles and drop them on purpose for her. Let her pick them up and don't give her a hard time. Again, this Ruth chapter 2 verses 14 through 16 in the New Living Translation, which titles this Ruth Works in Boaz's Field. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. That again was Ruth chapter 2 verses 14 through 16 in the New Living Translation. In this section again, Boaz is continuing to show Ruth great favor. Ruth is a stranger. Her language is different. Her clothes are different. The way she looks and her manner is are, all of these are different from the people that she's with now. She's in uh, Jerusalem. She moved from Moab. So her culture and theirs were different. Remember, she served um, idol gods. They served the true and living God. They, tra- they served uh, Yahweh. And um, Boaz had charged his servants not to embarrass her or abuse her in any kind of way and not to be rude as servants can be or anybody is to strangers. Uh, I worked in the classroom and whenever there was a new student, whether they came from across the city or from another city or state or from another country, they are always, you know, they have to go through that, that, that trial by fire, so to speak where kids are going to talk about them. Kids are going to look at them strange. They have to make new friends. And that's what Ruth had to go through. She had to basically learn a whole new group of people. So I, being a, a, in a classroom and even traveling abroad, you, you know, we've seen how even as Americans, when we travel abroad, 
we're treated differently than the people who are native to that country. But back to the commentary. <laughs> In addition to allowing Ruth to work with his female servants who tied together the cut stalks of grain, Boaz also provided a meal for her. He invited her to eat with the workers, where Boaz himself serves her, a type of respect reserved for special guests. Ruth uh, may also have awakened to was uh, might be awakening some romance toward Boaz, and as the story continues, we'll know that that was, you know, God's still in control. He still knows everything. He set everything in place. He put her in the right vineyard so that you know she didn't wander into another's uh, vineyard. Boaz extended the invitation for her to you know to glean only in his vineyard and not go anywhere else he's already told his um the male workers and the female workers to be kind to her so this is god's doing this isn't you know this isn't happenstance it didn't just happen that way god situated it that way and he put her under the wings under his wings for protection and he brought the uh, earthly protection for her right now is Boaz. Eating together uh, was significant in the Near East and in many other countries. People still eat together. America has, has kind of lost that, but in other countries, it's still important. I was listening to the International Fellowship of Christian and Jews and um, uh Yael, I can't think of her last name, <laughs> but she's the director. She was saying that on Sabbath, that you know, it's the culture to just shut off all of all of your technology, no driving anywhere, no nothing, and spend time with family. And that's something that America and I, I know my household <laughs> needs to get back to, just shutting down everything and spending time with family and spending time with God. And that's what, you know, that's their custom. Every Sabbath, that's what they do. But back to my notes because my time is running out. A good host would prepare a meal for visitors. And meals were often used to celebrate covenant agreements. Allowing someone to eat at your table was a way of showing respect. Boaz extended further kindness to Ruth by telling his workers to let her glean among the sheaves or are stocks of grains. Normally, a person in Ruth's position would be allowed to gather only what the workers missed or left behind. But Boaz ordered his servants to let her glean among the sheaves, which other gleaners were not allowed to do. And uh, they weren't supposed to make her reproach her or make her feel like she was a thief. So he, he ordered them to allow her to do that. All this shows that Boaz, it was a great generous man with a generous spirit. Uh, further evidence of gen uh, Boaz's generosity was that he allowed, uh, he wanted his, his workers to leave bundles of grain where Ruth could, could pick them up. And this was also very beautiful. Not just the, uh, the graciousness of Boaz as a host, but how he handled, how you know he would help Ruth without belittling her, without dishonoring her, 
without causing her to, you know, lose her dignity or make her feel like she was a charity case. So he allowed uh, some grain to fall, supposedly by accident, so she could pick it up. Uh, let's re um, let's end with a prayer. Father, we thank you, and uh, we thank you for this day. I'm going to keep my prayer a little short because I did go over on uh, my uh, insights. But we do thank you for your word. We thank you that Ruth did not stay home, and she didn't just wait for a spiritual feeling. She um, went out. If she had waited, she probably probably would have gone to the wrong field. But God, we thank you for your leading. We thank you for your directing. We thank you that when we are walking in the spirit, you will show us what to do. Only the invisible hand of God is there helping us to avoid missteps. Only that the wing, you're uh, keeping, keeping us sheltered under your wings, keep us safe as David has said. And we thank you, God. Even as Boaz said, he said and he prayed that uh, Ruth would be protected by you. And we thank you, God, that in this lesson, you're showing us your protection. And we bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.